Just look at this studio filled with fabulous prizes. Ooh. All waiting to be won on Score North's... Pick your prize! Behind door number one is a $10,000 gift card to Chanhassen Dinner Theaters for shows, concerts, food, and beverage. Ooh. Door number two has $10,000 in home improvements for your kitchen, bathroom, windows, and more from Minnesota Rusco and Companies. Ah. And behind door number three, LASIK eye procedure from Dr. Lovanoff at Ovo LASIK and Lens. And a fantastic vacation. No surprise zoinks. What you want, you pick. 14 prizes in all, each valued at $10,000. Sign up for Score North's Pick Your Prize. You can register daily through the Score North app or go to scorenorth.com keyword prize. Sweepstakes begins March 18th. Special thanks to our prize partners. Oh, just because the Wild hasn't played a game now in how long, Declan Goff? About a month or so? Oh, uh, yeah, while. you know, par for the course. Puns are intended there. For, uh, <laughs> par for the course. Time for, for a golf spot. Anyway, uh, just because the Wild has not played a game in several weeks doesn't mean that Judd's Hockey Show doesn't go deep into the season. Mm-hmm. In fact, we're in the conference finals now. Uh the Vegas Golden Knights are about to sweep the Dallas Stars. The Florida Panthers mm. swept the Carolina Hurricanes. And we're going to talk about the Dallas Stars in a second. Uh, but I want to start with a conversation, Declan, that I was having. I actually threw this out on Twitter a couple of days ago, and here, here's why. So Marco Rossi. 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 Playing Rossi. for, playing for, that's. you. I got the tongue. You and that. Rami yep. can roll the tongue. Rossi. I can't roll the tongue. That's very good. Playing for Austria in the World Hockey Championships, okay? He scored a highlight reel goal where he basically went through the entire Hungary team to score. It was, it was basically, it, it was gorgeous. And someone tweeted it out, or I should say a lot of people did. And one of my responses on the tweet was, you need to find out next year what this guy can do with the Wild. Some people agreed. I was also got a few tweets back saying... Uh-oh. That hungry team's like an ECHL team. This doesn't mean anything. You can't. If he's <laughs> ready, he's ready. Bad. If he's not, he's not. Okay. And we've touched on this, but I, I don't think that we have led a show with this topic yet. Okay. Marco Rossi was the ninth pick in his draft, 2020. Mm-hmm. He's going to be 22 years of age on September 23rd. So basically right before the season starts, he's going to turn 22. Which in hockey terms is not young. I mean, you've got you've got at times nineteen year old kids playing twenty year olds, mm-hmm. and again, he's a top ten pick, so he's not a third round pick. Oh, he's being rushed, Zolgad. What are you doing? What are you doing to him? He is the ninth overall pick. He plays a position at which the Wild desperately needs help. Um, he just got done playing, as I said, in the World Championships for for Austria, where he factored in six of their ten goals, one goal five assists in seven games. He's coming off a season with the Iowa Wild, second year there in the American Hockey League, in which he had 16 goals, 51 points in 53 games, six on the power play, and he was a plus five. He, of course, started the season here. The expectation was, oh, my gosh, he might center a, a great line here. And then the Wild said, we don't think that you play a tough enough style. We need to see you bounce back more, blah, blah, blah. He got sent down, returned briefly, but that was it. 
Could you provide any pushback to me on on the fact that at the age of 22, Mm -hmm. I believe that it is now time to find out at the very least in a full season what he has, because I don't think having him for a third year play in the American Hockey League, and we're not talking about a slappy, we're talking about a ninth overall pick. I don't see what good that does. I think the Wild 100% needs to find out what they, they have, and if they make a judgment again after 18 games, I throw up my hands and say, what are you doing? Uh, so let's let's answer this question also <clears throat> by looking at the 2020 NHL draft class too, that Ro- uh, Rossi excuse me, was a part of. Um, because I think this is also important context of how fast are these players developing? Are anyone else in their class, you know, getting time to figure out if, if there can be NHL players? So I wanted to look at the 2020 NHL draft to kind of figure out, well, is, is this class just bad or other players not playing, you know, so I took a look at it, Judd. So okay. number one overall pick, Alex Lafaniere, who has been a bust by the way. Like honestly, yeah, he's not been good. L- legitimately, Judd, I don't think we talk enough about that. Has been that's he came in with a lot of hype. Remember you and I talked about. I mean, he was supposed to be really yep. damn good with the Rangers. He has been a yep. bust, an absolute mm-hmm. bust. Mm-hmm. Um, Quentin Byfield of the Kings looks like he could be a pretty solid piece for LA to build around. He was the second overall pick. He's played in ninety nine games. By the way, Laughing Year played in has played in two hundred and sixteen games. So, yep. I'm just going to go down the games played list as, as until we get to Rossi. Uh, with the Senators, is it is it Stutzel? Tim Stutzel? Tim Stutzel. Stutzel? German. Germany. Having a great start. He might be the best guy in this class, actually. Um, yep. Almost scored, I believe, 40 goals last year for the Sens. He looks like he's going to be a, a good building block for them. He's played in 210 mm-hmm. games. Uh, Lucas Raymond, another really solid piece, piece for the Detroit Red Wings. He's played in 156 games. Uh, Ottawa also was on the clock. Jake Sanderson, a defenseman. He put up he's put up solid numbers, but I couldn't tell you who the hell he is really because I don't watch Senators hockey enough. But still, to the point, he has played in seventy seven games in this class. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Drysidel, who actually we have seen a little bit with the Ducks, he has played in one hundred and thirteen games. He's logged a lot of games for a bad Ducks team, but regardless, he's playing a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Alexander Holtz with the Devils was the seventh pick. He's only logged twenty eight games. Jack Quinn with the Sabers, who went right before Rossi. Uh, has also played in 77 games and had a pretty nice uh, full season last year with Buffalo. Then we get to Marco Rossi. 21 games, no goals, one assist, one point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, there are players underneath Rossi who have also logged a lot of games. Um, Anton Lundell with the Florida Panthers right now, who are are now in the Stanley Cup, 138 games. He has 77 points. Uh, Seth, Seth Jarvis, Jarvis. Seth Jarvis yep. who they just saw also in the Eastern Conference Finals, 150 games. Yep. So I guess my, my, my point is it's this is a pretty good draft class where a lot of players are already now starting to play significant amount of games with the teams that drafted them. But you look at Marco Rossi, who has played in 21 games, the only one in that class among the first 15 picks, Judd, who, hasn't, who has logged less games than Marco Rossi is, I believe it's Yaroslav... Askarov from the Predators, who has played in one game. I'm not going to pretend how to pronounce that game. He's a goaltender, too, by you the way. You probably came very close. You probably came incredibly He's close. a goaltender, too, so he's he's fine. Yep. Everyone else was a forward or a defenseman. Everyone has logged at least 28, if not hundreds of games here. It's time to figure out what you have in the kid. It's my long-winded yeah. way of saying it's time to figure out what you have in Marco Rossi. 
The 2020 draft class has proved to be a, a, a draft class where other t- players have already stepped into their organizations and have been very good contributors for them. So you got to figure it out here with, with, with Bill and give him the op- Bill and Dean to give him the proper opportunity to play significant games just to figure out. Absolutely. And there's only so many times like, okay, he has been sent down and I totally get it last year. Um, but there's only so many times that you can say, go to Iowa and play well, improve yourself. And I know they're trying to hone his game, but he's the ninth overall pick. And at some point in time, I think you just got to play the guy and find out what can he, he do. And by the way, it's not like you've got, you've got a bunch of centers that are, you know, it's like, oh, the depth chart. <laughs> Look at the depth chart. Um, Erickson Eck. Okay. Legit. And he was a first round pick who took some time, but he was a later first round pick, right? Yep. He was not a top 10 pick. Yep. And so my whole thing is I know that Dean, and this is where the old school hockey people come in. Well, Dean's got to have guys who play, you know, Dean style. I mean, Freddie Goudreau is defensively responsible and he is, and that's awesome. That's fantastic. But if you have a top 10 pick, it's time to find out. And if he's a bust, he's a bust. Like if he's a bust, if he's never going to play, um, they, they, they want more grit. They want him to play a tougher game. They want him to get his nose dirty, which I appreciate. That's fine. But if he's never going to do that and you don't want him, then what's the point? Right. So like, I just, I think we are at a point now, this whole thing of, well, just send him down again. If he doesn't fit in, first of all, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. You haven't been past the first round of the playoffs since 2015. Okay. So you ain't exactly the 82 Islanders. Well, I couldn't get the guy in there because we're winning Stanley Cups. Um, you need centers desperately. And the only way that this kid is going to get as tough as you want is if he gets punched in the face on a Tuesday night at the X and responds. Yes. You know, I'm sorry, but at some point, some 38 year old has been playing in the American hockey league for Milwaukee who pushes Rossi is not going to get the desired response of, well, did you see how he came back against that old man? You know, this, this is a young man's league. This is a speed league. Um, and, and, and as Bill Guerin once told me, you are so eighties and he's right. I loved that style. That was my, but the style's different now. It's great. And Marco Rossi can, is either going to come here and help you or he's a bust. Yep. Um, but you know, if you keep putting him on the fourth line and demoting him and playing mind games with him, Dean, it doesn't work. This is part of what drives me crazy about Dean. That that old school crap, it works to a certain point. But after that, you've got to give kids a chance. And you did a great job of going through a list of guys that are getting a chance. Mm-hmm. And if Rosie don't fit there, then he's going to be gone. But find out. It's like they're trying to tread water. Well, he's not ready yet. No, he's not ready yet. At some point in time, good old Judd's going to come along and say, you know what? He's never going to be that. Yeah. Yeah, they have to give him the shot to be ready. Everyone in that draft class has essentially played significant. Everyone in the first round of of the top 15 picks have all played uh, significant games and minutes. And it's time to see. And look, you're you're stuck in salary cap hell. You can't make a lot of additions this year in free agency. Um, So really, the time is now. And, And by the way, I don't think you are insinuating that Marco Rossi is a superstar. And because he hasn't played, we haven't seen the superstar level. He very well might be a bust, right? Yes, like that is yes. that's, that's part of this saying. conversation. But he needs to. <laughs> we need to see if he is indeed a bust. We need to see if he's a superstar. Yes. We need to see if he's a bust. Which one is it? 
he plays a position at which the Wild desperately needs skilled players. Correct. Ryan Hartman, if you are literally going to go into next September saying, or October, we got to play Ryan Hartman again. We got to we got to sell out for regular season success. Then what are we doing here? Right. This is the time. Look, you're in cap hell. This is the time to find out. And it, and look, Declan, if I tell you right now, you know what? They're going to run her back. Goudreau's playing and Hartman's playing, and they're going to gr- grit and grime their way. They're going to finish third place in the Central, and then they're going to lose in the first round again. Or they're going to play their kids. They're going to find out, and they might miss the playoffs. But they can decide on kids then. Right now. I'll take that. Absolutely. Wouldn't you? Yeah, no, and that's that's what I want to see at this point. Um, unless Bill gets absolutely really wild here this summer and he guts players that we aren't even seeing coming, it's going to be um, it's it's going to be pretty much the same roster that's going to be coming back to the Wild next season. And that's what I want the young kids to play, and I don't want them on the fourth line. I don't want them playing specific. I don't care how you do, and Florida now is an example of this. I don't care how you do in the regular season. You know. Maybe you make the playoffs. Maybe you don't. But it just absolutely drives me crazy. You know what? I am all worked up, and I'm trying to think think of myself. How can I get sports therapy? How can I get How can I get to a place where sports dad is calm, cool, and collected? And I'm going to tell you right now, Power Lodge and Miller Marine are friends. It's a marriage of what we call, I mean, look at that, throttle mm. therapy between fun on the land and fun on the water. You talk about taking the stress off. Pick up. Pick your power and head to the Lodge. Power Lodge, their locations are in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud. Now through Memorial Day, which, of course, is is coming up, or I should say Memorial Saturday. Which I'll be on the boat. This Saturday, uh, okay. You can find the boat or pontoon that's just right for you and your next Remember When family m- moment. It's going to be a great fun their locations are open through Saturday, close Sunday, and Memorial Day as well. So come in by Saturday to pick up your pontoon, hook it up, and drive it home uh, for an on the water before the holiday weekend is over. Again, Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Head to PowerLodge.com or MillerMarine.com. Then just get used to saving big because it all starts at the Lodge, the Power Lodge. I feel so much better. Yeah, I'm excited for some uh, some little throw out there. And look, the Wild are enjoying themselves on boats, right, Chad? People, I mean, I mean, come on. You're telling, you're, you're telling me that Marcus Foligno and company aren't enjoying themselves in a nice Miller Marine power boat right now from the power lot? Of course lodge. they are. Come on. Of, of course they are. The Bennington is the place to start. You know what? There's a guy right now who still has his skates on, but I got a feeling he's going to be – I think he's <laughs> might, I think he might be on his Bennington very soon, too. Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals, always fresh, chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. From pancakes to smoothies to meals and more, discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And if you're always on the go and eating a quick and easy way to find something to eat, you need to try Factor Meals. They have an easy-to-use website. Factor is also flexible. Change up your order every week with plans from 6 to 18 meals per week, or pause or reschedule your delivery at any time. You can sign up and save, and we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to FactorMeals slash Judd50 and use code Judd50 to get 50% off. That's code Judd50 
at factormeals.com to get 50% off. Go check out Factor Meals. Ryan Suter of the Dallas Stars. Some might call him an old friend. I call him an old pain in the ass. Can you play the clip of yeah. him after game two against the Golden Knights? Just a sequence at the end there, just you know, what happened there on the turnover and then after the turnover as well. Um, on your point. At the end of regulation. Vegas second did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you can you know what happened. Is there something, what would you have wanted to do differently in that situation? Well, I just, uh, that's for us to, to talk about. Um, yeah, obviously it wasn't the right play, uh, and it ended up costing us. Thank you so much, Bill Garrett, <laughs> for buying out that complete bozo. So if you didn't see it, Dallas lost game one of the Western Conference Finals to the Golden Knights in OT. This series has actually been until game four, very close. Okay. Or game three, very close in game two, the stars hold a late two to one lead. Ryan Suter behind his own net literally handles the puck. Like it is a September preseason game, not a care in the world turns it over. It of course gets on to the stick of Jack Eichel who is now with the Golden Knights, who makes a marvelous pass. And Jonathan Marchessault scores the goal to make it 2-2. Dallas then falls in OT. And Ryan Suter until then has been – there's a lot of people in Dallas who during the regular season wanted him gone. He's actually in the playoffs until then. I think he'd been okay. But that stunt right there, after he makes a play that is literally – I mean – it wasn't like a hurry, panic, dumb play. It was an I don't care play. How you get to that point late in the third period of a conference final, I have no idea. But then when asked about it, and I got a story out of this, when asked about it by the media, an incredibly fair question. It is an incredibly fair question to say, did you see it? And then to ask, what would you have liked to do? After he was lazy as hell, and for you to say, we'll talk about that internally. now." If Ryan Suter had been yelled at on the bench and been like, hey, what did uh, DeBoer say, right? Then it's like, yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to try and keep that internal. But to not take any responsibility of like, yeah, you know, I that was a terrible play. You know, to not give a real quote, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that there were guys in that room and that there were guys who played with him who said, that's the Ryan I know. Yeah. The lack of accountability and response responsibility for that play. And that gets me to the story. 2015, if I'm not mistaken. No, it was 16. The year that the Wild played Dallas in the first round for the first time. I think it was 16, okay? Yep, it was 16. And, and that team was going to miss the playoffs. Mike Yo got fired, I think, on Valentine's Day. Um, John Torch. Torchetti comes in. And Torch comes in and actually does a great job. They make the playoffs. They play Dallas. I think it was game three or four here. Ryan Suter, again, made a stupid play. And because the coaching staff, and I think Dallas might have the same problem, because the coaching staff is so afraid to rip him because he's such a pain in the ass. Torch said something about, we didn't make a play in our own zone. And he was talking about Suter, but he didn't name him. Yeah, Ryan Suter postgame, I guess, privately goes crazy. Yep. I, you know, how could you put, how could you single that out? How could you do to the point of, I have heard stories that on his way out the door, Torch basically screamed at suits. You are unbelievably coachable. Yeah. This is why you bought out yep. that absolute 
I don't even want to begin to use adjectives, but my God, what a piece of work that guy is. Yeah, I've I've heard similar things too. I've heard um <clears throat> even what was did he go back to Detroit as an assistant or was Chicago? Yes. No, it's Detroit, I think. Detroit, I think you're right. right. And I've heard similar things that uh he said he has been on the record of that. Hey, I, I actually loved everyone there in Minnesota. I loved my time. Of course I wanted, you know, to get the full time job and I wish everyone the best except for number twenty. That guy, I mean, oh, you heard that? I've heard very similar things about that. He loved everyone. He had no problems with the wild, and and he understood why they let him go to a degree. And it was bummed out that he didn't get the job. But he said very similar after, except for twenty. I don't really care about number twenty. Uh, so I, I'm not shocked to to see these comments like he does with the stars. And same thing. Um, his reputation is becoming weirder and weirder. You know, quietly. He is a very, I believe, I don't know if this was if this was Wyshynski or if this was on the Athletic, but quietly he is known as one of the dirtiest players in the game. Dirty and dirty, not like oh, because the Kaprizov hits. Yes, he the, he the is Kaprizov cross checks. He is known. He, he does it quietly. He does it not in ways that are you know Bertuzzi esque noticeable. Oh, right, but he does right. these things that are quietly well, very yeah. dangerous and very honestly head scratching. And yeah, he's. I'm I'm glad he's gone too. I and mean, look, these buyouts stink, and it makes honestly creating content because you can't really uh, figure out who the hell they're going to do in sign or what they're going to do in free agency. But it's worth it that both these guys are not on the roster anymore, especially him. Yeah, in my opinion, Parisi Parisi was definitely had become what I, I would consider Declan to be a locker room lawyer of sorts. Yes. So I'm not uh, I'm not absolving and I've heard similar him. things uh, with the Islanders organization too. By the way. Oh really? Uh huh. Oh, do share. I've I've heard similar. Th- I've I've heard. I know nothing about great this. guy to be around. If yeah. you, <laughs> I just heard this yesterday. Great guy to be around. If if you also have the same beliefs and thought process as him, can I say that? Okay, interesting. If you have different type of ways you want to go about things that aren't in his line of thinking, he doesn't respect you or like you a whole lot. I, I buy if, that. But if you're in it, which, like, look, that's honestly a lot of people. If you're in his camp and, and you kind of, you know, sing the same tunes, you're buddies. He's a good guy to be around. But if you're not, it's it can be bad. It can not be a good time. Mm-hmm. So I think Billy wanted Zach out of the room. But I also think that he could have he could easily justify that because Zach's play was d- declining. Now, he did come back this well past year. season with a nice year. But his play was definitely declining. He had been hurt a ton, right? So, like, there was a case to be made that that buyout just m- made sense based on production. And I get that one. Suter took everyone b- by a surprise because the production hadn't, at that point in time, dropped off as much. But this is how big a pain in the ass this guy was. And, again, to take no responsibility, to, like, sort of snap back, well, you saw it, and then t- to be asked, okay, then tell us what you would do differently, which is an easy one. I should have done this. I should have done that. We'll talk about that internally. Um, talk about a lack of accountability. This, I am so glad that that guy is gone. And you know what? I don't often say this. He's a he's a guy I'm glad to see fail. I'm glad he's not going to make the finals. He doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve a he. He's a guy that his self worth is so high when his real worth is, you know, you're still good, but you ain't great. So. 
All right, before we go, I do want to give a shout out to something that is great, and that is the product uh, that our friends from Livia Weight Control Centers provide. They provide you with the gift of weight loss. Look at the guy on the left. Look at the guy on the right. You say, how did that happen? I'm going to tell you right now. It is spelled L-I-V-E-A Weight Control Centers. And uh, right now, if you join, two things. First of all, by the 4th of July, you're going to be down about 15 pounds. So imagine that by the 4th of July and, and, you know, the hardest summer, you're feeling great. You're looking great. All of your clothes, all those clothes that right now might not fit, they're going to start to fit. And here's the best part about it. If you contact them today, and we do have an offer coming up for you tomorrow, so you are going uh-huh. to want to stay tuned to uh, to Purple Daily, to Judd's Hockey Show, to Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd. But if you contact them today, you're going to receive three months for free. That's right, three months for free. Call them, 855-GO-LIVIA. Contact them online. L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com. That, my friends, is your ticket to a healthy and happy summer, not to mention sustained weight loss, Livia.com. Hit that subscribe button, daily uh, Minnesota sports entertainment. Some reckless and honestly, a little bit of dissension in our Shohei Otani conversation on trade rumors between uh, the three members of of this show. It, It was fun. I feel like I officiated it more. You did. You officiated well. I Like you and Phil were at each other's, but Phil was trying to like, Say he was all in, and then no, you're no, like, "No, no yeah. I'm real. I'm really all in." And just go, go watch, go watch it, it and decide. But it does. It did get you know? contentious. Yeah, yeah. You, we're we're here for all uh, Twins fans, whether you want to complain or not. It doesn't matter. We're not gonna not let you do that. All right. So hit that subscribe button and pass shoot score.